Oh, the weather outside is frightful, <laughs> but my balls are sure delightful. <laughs> when we go for a ride, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> Oh, I love a good Christmas song. I love the song. ball version much better. <laughs> Don't you know I'm so proud that this is my husband? I am proud of him. <laughs> oh, so Carlito, we're down to the last show of 14 shows over 24 hours let it straight. Snow, let it and snow, you still have your socks, I still have my socks, and everything's fine, so yeah, to speak. Our eyes are killing us right now, so it's a good thing it's a podcast. We don't need to see anything. First off, I want to say thank you to all the guests, all the way from Alonzo, Case, Giancarlo, Taylor, you know, everyone's reading this, Tyler, <laughs> Quaid, Gary, Fabio, Joe, Kurt, Danny, Adrian, Taha, Jesse, Mike, and now we have... Oh, wait a second, Jeff. Je- well, Jeff did a half, I guess. But yeah, Jeff came by from GL Plumbing, so he stopped by to let us know that he's... Uh, I think he a, came by more for the food than the another, actual talk. Yeah, on another <laughs> adventure. He's on another adventure, right? So, Carlito, we're finally going to do this show where we're yes, calling it The Significant are. Other. <laughs> significant Other. Mm-hmm. You apparently are single today. <laughs> <laughs> I have my girlfriend over there, Bella. All right, this is going to be entertaining. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Bella. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Laura? I'm Laura. And then we have? Jason. Jason. So Jason and Carlito and Manny, we're going to have lots of fun on this one. I, I just keep thinking about his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> So yeah, I don't even know what to say to we that. We assume that you guys are probably going to do a lot of the talking here because we have an idea of what we put you guys through regarding being the significant other and all the stuff that we go through from getting jobs, getting quotes, losing jobs, losing money, all kinds of stress, up and downs. You got me pinpointed. Time, just <laughs> the time away. Time away. And even when you're home, you're not home. Nope. Even when you're there, you're absent. Late at night, on the phone, texting, quoting, just always looking. And even the social, right? Even when you're there, you're looking on my social, I'm looking you, whatever other guys are doing. It's not even, and it's so habitual and it's so... Time consuming. Yeah. So what do you guys have to say? Some of us don't mind the time alone. (laughs) It's funny she says that, because that's what my wife says. <laughs> I mind the time alone. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that, you know, like, everybody enjoys that time, but I miss him when he's gone. I mean, I, you know, when he's home, he's right. He's not home. He's forever busy because you're at work all day, and then you've got to come home, and you've got your own house to deal with, your own stuff to deal with. But there's the kids as well. And so it's, where's, like, where's the line? What do you choose? But like any business, we're not, you look at bigger businesses, like we don't have the staff, like we don't have the people. We don't have, like, so we're the everything, we're the all hats. I mean, we have a good yeah. accountant, but we do our own. She does all the admin work, the bookkeeping, all that stuff. Yeah, She'll but you're send lucky all, you got that. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, we have a very 1950s style of marriage where... She's up at like 
five, five thirty. When I wake up, my clothes have been washed and folded and brought upstairs for me to wear. The You're lunch is ready. One lucky guy. Um, <laughs> I, I literally, if I have to be out the door at eight, I can wake up at seven thirty. Wake up, brush my teeth, get dressed, pit stick on, get in the truck and go. Wow. Like it's, but at the same time, if I'm out, she's gone to get materials, drop off quotes, invoices, pick up checks, whatever, all the behind the scenes stuff. What do you do? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have the easiest job in the world. I just got to go out and work, do the actual work. He I have the physical labor. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I'll come home. There you go. I'll come home. And when we come home, it's if a dinner isn't ready, if she hasn't made a dinner, it's being prepared. Or it's been eaten and there's some left over for me. Always make enough maybe left over for lunch the next day because I'm not a big fan of leaving the site to go out. She'll take care of that. But I'm not going to come home, kick off my boots, have a drink and sit down and, you know, just expect everything. I like to also participate. You know, she's done the cooking. I'll take care of the dishes. I'll help clean up. I'll do whatever. You know, it's a team environment. Even though... Technically, she doesn't go out and earn a living at a job. My job would be impossible if it wasn't for the foundation she provides at home for the kids, myself, and everything else. So, I mean, literally, I've got the easiest job in the world. I couldn't do what she's doing. So, I mean, our boys are 21 and 13. Yeah, I mean, I've provided a house and electricity for them to live in, but, I mean, shit, she's raised them. They know I'm there. They know I'm a father, but, I mean... Let's face it. I mean, you know, you come. It's not like you're an employee. You come home. You, you you come home. You okay? Now what do you want to do? I'm bored. I don't want to do tonight. Watch the game. No, it's you come home. It's have some food. Talk to them. Maybe we'll have a video game or two or go to the movies. But it's in the office. It's quoting. It's catching up. It's this and that. Late in the hours. And then you, and and then maybe that's that. Because if you've had a day outside, it's wet. It's gross. Whatever. You come home. And you have all these great plans. I'm going to do my quotes. I'm going to go to the gym. And then you have a big dinner. And none of that happens. You know, and repeat that 15 years later. And it's the same deal. Wake up. I'll wake up early in the morning and get my stuff done. You get, I don't know how you get up at 4.30 and do like four. Four. Like that's ridiculous. Three. Like that's. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually going to the gym at like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Coming home. Oh, the gym. 11. Going to bed. I mean, then then like we're in bed by like 12, 1. Yeah. Like we're total night. 12, 1. Like easily it's generally like 12.30 to 1 o'clock. And I'm up at 5 o'clock every day. This past 12, 1 is the first 12, 1 I've seen in so long. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, going to bed at midnight would be an early night's sleep for us. We went to bed at, I think, 11.30 last night, and that was, like, unheard of. Only because I came home and I was just, I was tired and wiped. The amount of those little Portuguese tarts, like, I made eight of those disappear, and that was, yeah. (laughs) My blood sugar levels were spiking going, you need to sleep. (laughs) Do you have something to share, Carlito? I'm hearing almost everything uh, That you hear all the time? You know, um... I've been in construction for 30 years. When I started, I was single. I started a great business, had a great partner. was doing amazing, had 30 guys working for me at one point. That was my life. Go to work, go to work, 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 work. Uh, Then I met somebody, didn't think anything was gonna come out of it really, just, you know, having fun as a youngster. And then I, you know, fell in love with somebody, but you don't realize that you're working 
you work, 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 you know, estimates, invoices, chasing money, work, chase money, work, and it becomes a habit. Yeah. And you never break that habit. So then you start this relationship. You think things are going to change. You want things to change. I'm speaking for myself, of course. Got this great partner. She cooks for me. She washes my clothes. She's making food for me. She's taking care of things. She's checking on me. I'm not hungry because I'm stressed out. I'm working, working, working. You know, you're taking care of 30 babies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these are adult babies. Yeah. The work uh, is literally I don't get the paid, bite. I don't get paid for six months at a time. Yeah. I got to keep those guys employed. If I don't, I lose the best guys I have. Yeah. I can't replace those guys. Estimates, invoices, chase, partnerships, everything else that goes on. I'm hearing a lot of I, 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 I. What about her, 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 her? Well, this, is, this has been the problem. So now I'm going to go 25 years into the future. You know, at some point she gets to a point where she's like, well, what do I need you for? You're never around. So then I'm like, what? It's been 25 years. What's the problem now? I'm realizing that I'm in love with somebody, but I'm not giving them what they're giving me. Yeah. You try to find a compromise and you keep trying. So I get rid of my partner. I go into a new business. I get out of that business because it's not fitting the bill. Get into another partnership. It doesn't work. I go into business somewhere else it starts to work but you're playing the catch-up game yeah you're trying to you know move forward you're trying to become successful you for me i've been trying to make a million or you know you're chasing this money you're chasing this dream uh that everything's going to be okay your relationship suffers and then all of a sudden you're in a divorce almost yeah and then you know there's no sex life then there's uh you're chasing all these things and you're trying to make it better, but you've caused so much damage that they're so damaged that they're not letting you in. You tried to change and it's almost too late. It's not that it's too late. Cause if it was too late, they just wouldn't oh, yeah. be there. Yeah. So I know that she cares. But she it's wants on to that. Make, it's getting I, on that cusp. But I have to like change my bad habits. So, you know, I, I go to therapy and I reeducate myself. I see what's wrong with me and what I'm not doing. Yeah. And then I start having conversations. I, save the relationship now you're playing a new game but it's so easy to slip back into that because those are like you're saying like the work 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 and then it's when things are a bit slow you have a few minutes i'll be sitting at home i'll be looking at the kids you see a movie and it's always those talking about the heartstrings movies certain ones and you watch them or certain shows and you have those cats in the cradle moments where it's like Oh, for fuck's sakes. No, but it gets worse <laughs> than that. So now don't you're, remember now you're 25 years. Now you're 25 years and you've caused all this damage and now you're actually changing and you're trying and things are working. But you've caused so much damage that there's a new habit for him. That person just doesn't know how to put the guard down anymore. Doesn't know how to let you in anymore. They're so angry that it's almost impossible to get through that. And they're proving a point to you and... You're, you're trying to make a point, but it's almost too late, but it's not. So you just got to keep trying and pushing and going forward. What have I learned from it? I've learned that uh, there's not enough money. Like, and this is for the people that aren't going to screw up. I'm talking about I've already screwed up, so yeah. I, can't, I can't go back and fix those things. So I just have to go forward with the, you know, the corrections and, and make it better now. So what I'm trying to say to people is that it doesn't matter how hard you work and how much you work. You can never replace those years and that damage. Yeah. That damage is done. It's like smashing a car. Once that car's smashed, you can't fix it. 
you can make it better, make it look good, but there's always going to be damage. So yeah. now I'm at a point where, you know, I've cut back my hours. We have rules now. She expects so much from me and so little from me. And I just want it to work. So now it's working therapy. It's helped. It shows that I care. I've cut back my hours. I still missing a part of me. And we take a sacrifice when we have a partner. I might not like the things you do, but I have to accept them and the same vice versa. And we kind of balance it. But when you have a partner that's been sitting there 25 years and taking a beating, it's, you know, it's going to be a tough game. It's not going to happen over one night. It's not yeah. going to happen over one year. You've got another 10 years of recorrection. Um, well, it's me, like, it's like words, words mean one thing, but it's, it's the actions yeah. like stories, but like but I things, tell, I tell but people like stories mean nothing. Better. Stories things, mean nothing. Things do Show get me. better. Yeah. Now I'm in a great place with, with my wife now. I, now she has communication with me and I know what she needs. Yeah. I do the best that I can to, to fill those needs. I know where I have to spend time with her, but she also knows what I need for me so that we're both happy. And she's found a happiness on her own. And she really doesn't need me in some of those parts anymore. And at first I took it as offensive and, you know, she wasn't letting me in, but I realized that she now enjoys that personal time with herself, but she's letting me in as long as I play that, that game. Yeah. And I'm calling it a game, but it's not, you know, I'm tippy toeing around the damage. Yeah. So now I'm at a point where we're holding hands, we're sleeping together again. Uh, we're in the same bed. She goes in another bed because I snore like a like a horse. Yeah, I don't love so it. So she has to go to the next bedroom. Um, you know, we we have a I'm a I'm a stepfather, so I've got an, a child that's been with me since she's four. She's 27 now. That's a whole other ball of stress to the relationship. But things are good, things are great, and you just have to find a happy medium. So it's not over. You know, you can destroy decades of your life but you can get it back but the difference between what you have just gone through versus 90 percent of what i am witnessing is that we've had ups and downs like but everybody does but but the thing is she's worth fighting for it just like you're it's worth the fight you're willing to put the effort in because that's what you want so many others the guys are out there slugging hustling doing what they do and then they're just cashing in their chips going, well, I'm unhappy, I don't like it. Or the guys work so much that the women are at home left unattended. Uh, um, you know, everything's, I'm, I'm unhappy, I'm sad, I don't have the companionship, so they'll go find it in the arms of somebody else. And every single person that I know in my town is either splitting up, split up, splitting up, or on the verge of on the verge of it, or some people are fighting for it. The people that want it, want it. But most times they're just saying, screw it. Grass is greener on the other side and they're gone. Well, I've learned. That's what I'm seeing. The, that's what I'm seeing a pattern. What, what I've learned about <clears throat> my relationship is you can't give somebody something that they don't already have. Yeah. So I wasn't giving my partner what they needed most. And now I realize what that is. So now that I'm feeding that again for both of us, uh, I got that back. All I'm trying to say is that anybody young starting off in this business, you got to make time for family. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people are great with family. But you heard Jesse when he was leaving, when the show was done. 
What do you say? He talked about an hour and a half about his whole business, and and he bought one telehandler, and he wants to buy another telehandler, and he's got four jobs already lined up. He's already getting booked into the summer. He still needs to pay attention to. He's gonna. There's a fine balance. Yeah. Is it is it money and personal gain or? a partner to grow old with and enjoy and have a best friend. That's what you kind of got to balance out. Do and you guys want to chime in? I just, I find it very interesting that both of you have defined your relationships so completely differently. They are essentially, which you guys talk about every day and what the this, this show is named after, it is the construction life. Yeah. So in order for you guys to thrive in your relationships, you guys need to explain and reiterate to your partners that this is the way it is. There are ups and downs, there is you know, the good and the bad. There is the hard work. There is the limited time together. But it's not the, the amount of time you spend together. It's the quality of the time you spend together. That's right. And making that person feel important. Like, I keep hearing you, Carlita, with all due respect, you keep referring to her in the third person. You don't refer to her as your wife, my wife. You're referring to her as they and she. She's your wife. You know, like, you should be referring to her as your wife. So you need to make her feel a little bit more important. Not with time and all of that, but in the way that you speak to her, how you speak of her, and how you bring her into a discussion, and even like with yourself, because I hear a lot of hurt in your voice and what you're saying, and I see the, the effort that you're trying to make, but you've also distanced yourself so much from her and, and your relationship that you're not speaking to it in the present. And yeah, I think, you're right. and I'm sorry, I'm, and I'm saying this with all due respect, and I totally feel for what you're saying, because I've seen it time and time again, even in my own family. Yeah. And uh, I'm not referring to, to Manny in this. It's what I've seen with my older brothers, my dad, my nephews now are going through the exact same thing. They're the same age as I am. But it is the construction life. And the women need to understand. And I'm reaching out to you women now. You guys need to understand that. We expect this and this and this from our men. Well, what are we doing for them? Right? Like, you know, we want the back rubs and we want the flowers and we want the dinners out. But what are we doing for them? And the way you described it is you couldn't be you. You couldn't do... Jason, you couldn't do what you do if your wife didn't do what she does. So I see a lot of recognition and a great balance between the two of you. But unfortunately, that's not the norm today. Like these women, and I speak for myself as well, we have a certain expectation of what we want, but we never sit back and ask, what's the expectation from them? Like what does our partner want? What does our man want? What does he need? And I think that's a conversation in itself. And it's a conversation that needs to be had early on so that you don't have the struggles you're that right. Carlito yeah. is now having. And I honestly, I feel the sincerity in what you're saying. I do. Like it's, it's obviously very genuine and your desire to make it better and stronger comes, comes across like so clearly and so strongly. And it's unfortunate that she can't be here to see the way that you're speaking and struggling to kind of bring her back. Oh, she knows. Um, we've, we've had these conversations. So, Carlito, meet Bella. Bella, meet Carlito. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had these conversations, and uh, the reason that I'm trying so hard now is that I know what she's done for me when I wasn't paying attention. She's still here 25 yeah. years later, right? Yeah, So, exactly. obviously, she, she, there's something there, and you guys are still fighting for it. And I think you guys maybe go back and say, why did we get together? What were our fundamentals? What were our values that brought us together? What's important to us? Like, what were you guys thinking the day you guys got married? Go back to that. And I think that will help erase and maybe repair some of, as you refer to, damage that was caused over the years. Because it is. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a walk away from our strong cores, our values, and the reasons why we got together. Yeah, and, you know, I, I've done all those things. The reason I'm back here is because 
we've compromised. And so when I leave here and I go home, I'll be going on a date with her. Like we'll have to do laundry together. We'll have to clean her room together. Like, and those are like the little date things. It doesn't sound like, it sounds like chores, but. It's time spent yeah, together. It doesn't matter, matter what she's you're doing. It's the time spent right? together. Again, it's a quality, yeah. so not quantity she knows, time. She knows that this is important to me and um, she wants to see me happy. I do now. I'm more aware now that I was before. And you are right. She said to me many times, you know, I'm your wife. As a guy, sometimes you don't understand those key words. And I, I think if she was here right now, I would have said that's my wife or, you know, I would have treated her differently. But I think I'm just kind of speaking generally because really what I want to do is I'm okay with where I'm at now. What's happened has happened. It's what I'm doing for the future and what I've changed now. I'm able to be somewhere I want to be now, but I have only so many days a week that I can do that. So she's understanding we've, we're doing well. I can't say that works for everybody, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to prevent anyone else from going through it because, you know, we talk about this 40 hours a week in work construction, really, you should only be able to do 40 hours of work, but we still have another 40 hours of estimates and invoices chasing money, calling people, scheduling. I've found that, and I'm a lot like you guys are, my wife goes to bed early. Now I come home as fast as I can. I hang out with her as long as I can. Then she goes to her other bedroom. It do, I don't take it personal. I actually look forward to it, and so does she. She gets a good night's sleep, and I get a great sleep. Plus, I get to do my things now. So I get to get on the laptop. I get to... I make my phone calls, I do my texts, I try to figure out what I'm gonna do. I stay up until two, and sometimes I'm up three, four o'clock in the morning, yeah. and I'm off. I'm 50 now, so I don't sleep much. I never slept anyways before, but now even more, I don't sleep. Even those 24 hours is really making me <laughs> tired, but I'm probably hitting my third win now, and by the time I get home, I probably won't sleep until six or seven at night. But this isn't so much about me anymore. It's, it's more about uh, connecting with the people that don't realize what they have and what they may lose. But you know, you said something really important too, is that most people just give up yeah. because that person was not that important to them. I know what's important to me and the fight is worth it. Some people don't have that, so they just give up. If that's the kind of attitude you're gonna have, you don't deserve each other anyways. No, that's true. So what you were saying, I think is very crucial that I never did and that I'm mentally paying for it now and luckily, you know, Laura's still with me and she's persevered through it is, well, one, the recognition that of what happened and then owning it and doing something about it, but it's that scheduling of the time together. Like I've always said, if I don't, if, if, if people say, here, come look at this, come do this for me whenever you have a moment, never gonna happen. If I'm not on a schedule to do something, if I don't have a timeline, if, if nothing, if there was no timeline put in place or nothing, no event planned, it ain't gonna happen. And I think that's a really good thing as we move forward is like the date time. Okay, well, we're gonna go out and do this, we're gonna do that. It, it's that planning. Because if, like, again, if you don't plan to go to the gym, you're not gonna go to the gym. No. If you don't plan, okay, we're gonna spend these, this, Six to seven is family time. This and that, like whatever. Family time with your significant other, whatever you're doing, I think that's a really good idea. And treat it, not so much treat it like a business, 
but in a sense it is because it's a partnership between two people and if you're always because again when you start your business and then you get rolling the relationship is everything is the byproduct it's just okay we'll get it to it. we'll go see have some family time on the weekend it's just a little haphazard here and there and then as you get busier you grow you get bigger bigger projects catastrophes but you need to know how to say no yeah and that's the biggest thing and like it's taken me I 20 that, years i say that to, say to no. people now so before if i got 10 jobs i just <coughs> take 10 jobs i just keep working 10 jobs yeah and i'm like I've got 10 jobs. I don't know how I'm going to keep up. And, na- and nowadays, I and just I'm dizzy. say, I'm nowadays, just dizzy. I'm just telling people, nah, yeah. no. And Jason interest. was the exact same with that. Like, whatever came along, that's it. I'll find a way. I'll make the time. I say no now. And he started doing that same thing now where he's picking and choosing what he wants to do as opposed to what has to get done. And I mean, like, even what you're saying about you know like making that quality time for like your other half for your family i mean we may not be doing like date nights all that kind of stuff but we know like we have that time you know it may just be that one hour that we're sitting having dinner together you know the boys are doing their own thing so we're just us and then fine he's got to go off and do stuff and then there's you know the kids are bed and whatever and like that's our time together you know watching whatever just being together i accepted jason for what he was years ago i mean 23 years we've been together and i know how he works i know how he is and i accept that but it doesn't mean it's right though doesn't mean that it's right um i definitely agree with that but I think as the wife of a contractor, and maybe it's because we built this as like we've been married, I think it may be a little different as opposed to you getting into a relationship with somebody that's already in that business and is so dedicated to that business. Where Jason and I, like, you know, we've built this going along together, and so, like, we know what to expect out of it. Whereas someone coming fresh into that situation, yeah, there's always like the resentment that, well, you don't make time for me and you don't make time for the kids. And there's, you know, there's none of that. If Jason has to work, Jason has to work. Like, that's it. I accept that for what it is. And if that means he doesn't get home until 11 o'clock at night and I'm in bed and it's like, oh, here's a kiss. We'll talk in the morning. Then that's what it is. I, I give him like what he needs for that. And in turn, when his jobs are slow or when he's home, then there's the time left specifically for me for us to be together. Well, I also found that one of the things I was doing wrong, and I think that everyone should really pay attention to it, is that when I would finish work, sometimes I would be in a neighborhood where maybe a friend or two would be in a garage and they'd be like, hey, where are you? And I'd be like, well, I'm just driving by, I'm going home. And then, so so what I would do is I would stop in and say hi, and, and five minutes turned into a half, half an, an hour. hour. Half an hour <laughs> turned into an hour. And yep. I didn't know the damage I was Why creating. Why would you do that? Oh, Jason does that all, all the, the time. time. It, it's just, like, Jason is famous for that. Saturdays. It's just, I'm a... Because boys need their downtime, too. After well, no, a long it's, it's not the downtime. It's, it's, it's not even downtime. It is, but it's not that. It's like, it's. I think I just never grew up. When my friends would call me, I would be like a... A 15-year-old again. Hey, we're in the garage. And I'd be like, oh, coming over, man. I just was happy, and I never paid attention because 
I knew Marta was already in bed or getting into bed or not involved. So what I started doing after I started realizing what I was doing is I stopped going to those places and I would take her with me. So now I'd say, well, I want to go to Steve's house tonight. You're coming with me. And she'd be like, you're going to Steve's? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to Steve's. Or if my friend had a baby, I would not go see that baby until I saw that baby with her. And then we started doing dance nights. So Martha likes to go do salsa on, on Bloor on Friday nights. Uh, or we did, you know, we did some ballroom dancing. And I knew that she enjoyed that. I wasn't into it, but I had to learn how to dance. But I was showing her that I was willing. I make bracelets with my wife. Not because I like bracelets, because that was what she enjoyed. So sometimes I see her painting, so I buy canvases. I sit down with her and I try to catch up. It doesn't work all the time, but I'm trying. And I'm trying to enjoy it. I'm not just doing it just to do it. I'm doing it because I'm enjoying doing it with her. Would so. you guys prefer us work four day weeks? No. <laughs> Be honest. That was super fast. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly have no preference. I, I don't know if I, I'm like an anomaly when it comes to this, but he works when he works. If that means he has to work for seven days, then he works for seven days. But Jason, we're like, are we, if he works for two, for? then I, great. I, who was it that was talking about the, was it, I think it was the first couple shows, we talked about the four-day weeks. And I get it, because you get on, depends on your job and what you do. If you're a framer, you're building... That one day you're missing, like none that of that could hurt you. Like yeah. None of those guys, because because again, you'll lose a snow day, a delay, a delay in delivery, a delay in this. So to be sitting at home on a Friday, and you're like, it's almost like it's driving you nuts, you know. And if for me, I probably would never do it. I would rather work five days and maybe try to just do an eight-hour day. Like it'd be amazing to work just eight hours in a day. Like what a treat! That's like a part-time job. Yeah, you know what? For me now, I'm 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 every second weekend is for me and her. Yeah. And we've made a rule that no matter how we're feeling or how we're treating each other, the minute that we leave to go up north, so I have a house in Belleville and we have a farm in Tweed. So whenever we go there, we put I put my phone away. Yeah. I don't answer until we leave. And it's me and her and we don't talk about any of the problems we had in the city. We literally shut that off and we just don't argue and whatever happens we just you know do that group hug yeah and we start our weekend and we just make the best of that weekend it's just me and her i don't bring any friends i don't bring the daughter i don't bring the family we just try to reinvent each other again and try to enjoy each other as much as we can it's been working for us i'm not saying it's going to work for everybody yeah. but i think that every second week it's like a date weekend she wants to do gardening, so I gotta make her garden beds, the tractor, and I gotta plant trees for. And you know, I've got a dozen things like you. I want to do a dozen th other things that are more important. But what's really more important? Yeah. Her. Yeah. And I keep forgetting those things. So like now, I have to like organize my personal life, like I do my business, and try to find time to do things. So every second weekend, she gives me e breaks with her at the farm, and she says, "You got three hours." And I jump on the tractor and I fucking do all my shit, get it all done. And she goes, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, but I want to enjoy her, yeah. but I've got so much work and nobody's going to do it but me. 
Yeah. Hence so why I said no to a four-day work week because there's so much going on yeah. that if you <coughs> miss that one day, the yeah. catch-up for that one day or that two days. But you get more efficient in four days. It's I found you too. do because you spend that you spend that longer time in that four days. So like, I've been getting better at my timing. Having a four-day weekend, doing twelve to fourteen hours in four days. On the Friday, I can go do a whole bunch of things, and then I surprise her with something. I get to do something for her like she used to do for me, but I get to do it back now. And then we start the weekend fresh. And it's these new habits that we're forming. And really, honestly, I'm not getting ahead working more. No, that's the one thing I've found. I'm just it doesn't not. Matter how much it doesn't work. matter how much fucking money I make. It doesn't matter how for much some you reason make. it's not that's there. That's why I'm saying the four less day I make, yeah. yeah, the less I make. For some reason, I'm happier, and yeah. I have more. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, that's like you're saying. Like when I had people working for me, four or five, six guys, people, girls, guys. You have guys, and then one or two girls on the crew. I love women in trades. I love seeing it. I love promoting it. But you put women in with the guys, and in my experience, the guys behave better. Because there's a woman on site, typically there's less there's less bullheadedness, less of everything. But when you would just have, when you have too many guys, at least for me, it doesn't matter the money. The more money you make, you're just higher expenses. You know, I don't know how much more I'm taking home. The work is the byproduct. I'm just running an adult daycare. My day is just every single day looking after everybody else's feelings, make sure no one's because everyone has their own unique personality. So there's that. But I mean, the, the four-day weeks. I get it. It depends on what you do. If I was on a, if I was on a Renault, if I was on a big job, then I could pull that off, make my days more efficient. But when we're doing windows and doors, and you're on projects, like okay, I'm gonna work four days this week. But you take something out of, you take a window out, the walls are rotten. Something goes. As if you find something that's a surprise, boom, that can now destroy the week, wreck the week, the day, the next two days. You could drop something. Now you got to reorder. So then, so, many so you just move it to every second week, and you do yeah. four days, and you can do your seven days the one week, and then the next week you do four days. So now you got three days with your partner. Yeah. Your what kid. about the stress? Clients don't pay. I don't get that anymore. I'm just saying. Well, there's a lot of contractors listening. Yeah, they, and this is why iron. This is why the problem with so I mean working for cash. When you're young, there's like there's like a, a meme going on right now where well it was more for the ladies right because it was oh, trying but like we put them to, oh, I keep forgetting I would just want to let you guys know this this is a show about the significant other right <coughs> so I just want to talk about that so we, well, she, we she knows when I'm stressed about yeah money I know and so stuff we're, like we're that. stressed like, about money we're stressed about the job we're stressed because our vans got broken into tools were stolen we're stressed every about every year what. Every year, checks, yeah, checks bouncing, checks bouncing, not so paying what, on time. They have to go. They have to hear that, or they have to see it in the bank account. What about that, yeah. guys? You deal with it. How you deal with it? And how do you deal with it? It's hard to see. Smile like and nod. In, <laughs> yeah, like. the men in construction generally are bigger, stronger-looking, manly men. So it's hard for for me. I'm speaking for myself. It's hard for us to see them stressed out worried about this and worried about that and still trying to be strong for us. So it is hard for me to see when there is stress, but of course it's gonna affect our time together. It's gonna affect the relationship. You know, how do you fix this? How do you do that? How can I help? How do we do this? How do we move on? How do you move forward? So it does cause a lot of stress at home and in a relationship. And when you guys have to work harder, I think the biggest thing is that when the time is taken away from home, that, that creates its own stress. Right, like Carlito said, it's all that time away from home causes damage, and then when you come home and you're stressed, now you're bringing more a different type of damage, more damage into the home as well. It's not the easiest life, 
and like Laura said, it's you have to kind of deal with it and learn how to deal with it. But there's always so many like unknowns, so many variables that you can't control that causes so much unnecessary stress. Like Manny said, if a client doesn't pay or a check bounces or there's delays, you have plans Friday night, but you know what? You have to be on the job site, so you can't leave it for, you know, he's got to be there till 7. Of course it's going to have an effect on your life, your personal life, your family life, all of that. Like and Carlito said, he's had a little girl in his life since she was four, and now she's, what, 21, you said? 27. 27. So that whole life, you're, you know, she's been, your wife has been with the little girl, a lot of the time alone, right? But now she's 21, so you've seen the time fly. Like you have a meter where you can say, wow, it's been that many years, right? Like you, you can see the time has flown. Yeah. And you don't get that time back, but it's a lot of stress, like you said, a lot of damage. So how do you, how do you fix that? How do you fix the stresses? How do you fix the unknowns? How do you balance it? How do you work it? How do you live through it? How do you, how do you work through all those feelings? And I think that's where Therapy. Ther I was going to say going and talking <coughs> with people like the psych psychotherapist that we had on earlier. Taylor. Taylor. Just having, because again, as a guy, it's like, oh, your feelings are hurt. Yeah, well, suck it up. Put your pants on. Go to work. Shut up. You know, and that's how I, I mean, to me, work fixed everything. You're unhappy. Go work. Take your mind off it. You're sad. You're, you're, you're angry. Go to work. It'll, it'll work itself out. You're broke. Work fixes that. If you're doing really well, well, clearly work is working. You know, there's always work. Work fixes everything. I know, so but just it, go to work. But, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, I know it. Do I mean, I know it doesn't now. Because but it, when it you took when you time. lose the most important thing, you can't work. And we've and gone you're through all some bullshit ups and downs. I mean, the, the the fights we've had. I mean, it's taken me now, after 23 years of being together, to be. I've always acknowledged Laura's presence, what she does, and this and that, but it's taken some hard conversations and some real close calls for me to get to here. And, well, and I to think see you that. and me are a lot alike. We laugh everything off because we're just yes. lucky go funny guys, but it's not funny yeah. to everybody else. It's funny to you and me because yeah. we're really crying inside. Oh, yeah. We're putting out a, a, well, but a that's laugh, it. You're not but it's really a cry. Anybody. It's right? really a cry. Yeah, you're not showing anybody what's actually going on there, right? So it's just like, <laughs> you know, just laugh it off, make jokes about it, and like out the door and back to work, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. And sure, like, I mean, it's been hard. Like, we've gone through rough goes. You know, there was always that defining factor of like, there's nothing else but us. There's no just you and just me it's always going to be us no matter how hard it is to fix it it's going to get fixed like i know a lot of people that stay together for their kids i know a lot of people yeah, that stay wrong. together for duty for religion for their parents for it's this wrong. and that aside from her being my wife my partner my business associate all that nonsense everything else set aside we still like each other we still will sit down and hold hands when you're sleeping. Something's got to kind of be touching. Still that goofy playfulness here yeah. and there. I'm still an idiot. It's, I still, I still. You and me are totally reading those things wrong, though. I know, like, I have to give more to her than what you and me like. Yeah, I, I, I'm. T you and me are like brothers, man. Like I can. <laughs> I told you, it's Jason. crazy. I know it's it's like uh, a duplicate. But yeah, you know, we gotta. You guys got to start dating. Like, I'm like dating now. It's saving my relationship because now we're That's doing fun idea. things together. Like, 
at first it's like, oh yeah, whatever. But then, you know, we're having fun. We're actually holding hands and we're laughing and hugging. And then all of a sudden we're young again. Yeah. And we're doing the things we were doing and the problems are gone. But just because it's gone for that moment, we can't stop yeah focusing on making it better because it's future. so easy to yeah. slip back into the old routine i've just i've just basically found out what's important for me and what's not i'm not looking for any new friends but i think for the message for the younger generation starting out is i even like guys like well when justin politsky was on i mean they make the time and they like a lot of the younger guys but it's also the me- like i think they're getting it because like you said like, they want to be retired. They don't want to be doing this at 40, 45. I mean, I mean, that's an awesome idea, but, like, I mean, I'm 40, almost 49. And I know, but that brings up the point at that age, they're going to make a career change. They're going to try something else. Yeah. That's and adding stress to that. And the thing is, and, and you can't. I mean, I've invested. Sure, I could stop and go and try something else, but you're starting at the bottom again. Listen, what they don't understand right now and what this podcast is preventing from all the youngsters going through is, I've been successful like three or four times. Yeah. I've been on top of the food chain three or four times. Where am I now? I'm just happy to go home and be in my relationship. Yeah. These guys can look like they're having a great time. At yeah. 21, I had lots of money in the bank. I was a smart kid. I had a lot going for me. Ask me what I have now. You know, yeah, my house is paid off. Yes, we're starting to redo things, but I don't have my pension right now. Yeah. Like I still got to work on figuring out what the future is bringing. Like this whole COVID jobs, like, yeah, it, it's true. And I'm though. learning from the young guys. Like I better get into the same game they're getting into. Cause for some reason they're sitting on the computer making 2,500 a day and I'm working my nuts off for 500. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, on, on, on the surface, everyone's looking great, but they're going to be back to but where behind we're at the scenes. They're riddled with debt. There's this, 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 like, I don't know, like for us, it's like we, on the surface, we look like we live in like a hobo factory. The house is in rough shape, but the vehicles are paid for, but the house is paid for. Everything's done, but we owe no money, but it's not flashy. You'd come over and you're like, what are you distilling booze here? <laughs> well, no, it doesn't, but. I know what you're saying though. Yeah, like it, there's just a point where, uh, where a lot of this, big machinery and lots of money it may not be there in a few years yeah and if we can prevent them from going through what i'm going through then i've done something positive that's why i'm here yeah i'm trying to prevent someone to do to go through what i've gone through if they don't listen then they deserve to be single then they deserve to be broke yeah and if they don't learn something from it it's the not one, my yeah. problem I mean, but if thing, i can help the one thing i gotta say is you have to put as much time into your job as you do into your family with your kids. Okay, well, I'll be home or I'll miss it or I'll, I'll get to the next recital. I'll, I'll see. No, don't. Well, you, you said something really important, your word. Yeah. Every time you, you screw up on your word, it's never forgotten. Like it, so you got to keep time, your word, that right? That song, Cats in the Cradle, plays in my head almost every single day. And I hear it and it just chokes me and I got to turn it off. And just turn it off and put my brain back into work going deal with it deal with it deal with it and it sucks but at the same time with a dual income household you know when wife works husband works 
everybody's working, they're doing their thing, equal partnerships, you know, that's equal money coming in, then yeah, everyone has something to bitch about, to gripe about. They're not getting what they want. They're not getting this. I'll tell you the truth. I loved when my, my wife didn't work because she was actually really happy to see me. And I was coming home and she had energy for me. Yeah. She was looking forward to it. When she started working and I pushed her into working, thinking maybe I'm helping her be independent or something. It was the wrong thing. I actually put more pressure on my relationship because now she was just as stressed as me when yeah, she got home. Because you're coming home with all yours. She's, she's a, form, she's a foreman. Yeah. She's got 30 guys under her. So now she comes home and, rah, 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 and I'm like, well, I better shut the fuck up because know, she listened I, to this for fucking years too. When I when she was on the podcast and I heard what she did, I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> And she was being like not herself. Like yeah. She was really calming it down. But, you know, you just got to really know what you want and what you don't want and who's important to you and who's not and uh don't let it get to that point and if it gets to that point it doesn't mean you have to give up it just means you have to reinvent yourself and and your relationship you know um she's probably not happy with my belly uh how my gray hairs and so on but i'm reinventing myself and i'm trying to find her to, you know i'm trying to get her to be attracted to me again yeah so little things like the flirting the dating those are all stepping stones to making it all better what do you want to see change in me or what would you like to see different wow um <laughs> loaded remember yeah, we have um, to drive home together yes so. <laughs> and it's a long drive well, i remember carlito used to tell me a few years back where sometimes you'd come home from such a long day exhausted that you wouldn't even take a shower you would just jump right into the bed and then you'd have tin set all over you and then in the morning there'd be like tin set crumbles yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> I know, but I'm now just I go directly into the shower. I'm not, I'm not allowed to even enter and the bedroom before shower. And then I fall unconscious. <laughs> but those are like those are days like you were talking about. Like sometimes I'm out in the weather all day. Yeah. So I'm out in the weather ten hours. It's minus forty. I'm sweating and freezing at the same time. The cold just fucking knocks me oh, right out. Cold and wind. I'm not twenty anymore. Yeah. I get home and I just get the heat just gets to me and I'm. That's gone. it. You're gone. I don't like, even drink alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. He's the same thing. He walks in the door. I don't door, smoke cigarettes. I don't know, like, and that's it. He sits down because you just need that like five minutes is what he thinks it's going to be. And once those fingers grab you. And that's it. You're all of a sudden you're warm. You're comfortable. You're gone. And okay, like fine. hard what, gone. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do? I mean, and well, you know, it's a difficult thing, I think, for me to say. Jason works hard. He does what he has to do. I mean, I am very blessed at the fact that I don't have to go to work. You know, he has never stopped me. He's always said, like, if you want to go get a job, go get a job, like whatever. But the fact that I've never had to go do that, I mean, I've been home since I was six months pregnant with our 21-year-old. Wow. So I've not worked for 22 years. Well, you've been working. It's just yeah. I've been working, work. and definitely, like Jason is always the one to say. <laughs> hey, Jason is I do always my laundry the one right now. Say. I wish I got it done. Right, that like, I work harder than he works, and and that's fine. I don't see it as that. I see it as the fact that you are out there earning the money, so everything else is my responsibility. Doesn't matter what it is. Looking after our kids, our home. Food, laundry, shopping, whatever. Yeah, but you going need a break getting, too. And that's fine. When I don't have those things to do, I get that break. There are days like when they're all gone, my youngest is at school, and it's like, oh, there's nothing to do. So that's my time. I know, but if you, well, you wouldn't have had the kids 
if you didn't have that passion. Right? Of course, yeah. So you just need to get that one day a week start. Just date. Go out. Oh, yeah. Reinvent each other one day. That is funny. One day works. You get two days in. We've had that. Two days work. You get the weekend. We've tried that. I've said to her, even I think a couple weeks ago, hey, I'd like to take you out to dinner Mm -hmm. sometime. And again, we say it. Yeah, you just do it. Don't say it. But then we come home and it's like, and now it's coming up again. So clearly we didn't do it. (laughs) Is it fair to say that if your relationship is being strained, then you're not running a tight business? No. 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 It's time you management. Just, you got That's priorities. Because you can have people, balance, who, are, right? people so who are successful. There's plenty of guys that can balance their relationships. Yeah, there are people that have successful relationships and have successful businesses. There are people that have horrible But are they rela- happy? Well, this is it. I mean, it, until we do like... Happy is an individual thing. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's not based on success per se, right? Like, sure, you f- may seem happy on the surface because you're successful in your job in your relationship all on the surface but that doesn't mean it's true like i know couples who they're 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 a good working team together they work together they're they're married they have children they have a good business everything looks on the surface to be going well but because i personally know these people i know the bs that goes with jobs not every client is happy not everybody's paying I know the behind the scenes stuff. And even though I'm looking at certain people and they look to be okay, I know that all those negative things that are going on, what people are saying behind their back, I know that's got to take a toll. But then again, again, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs, I never have, because I don't like to escape the reality in which I live. Like I don't need to have that altered state to We've be had anywhere. Lots of guys on the show that have their significant other as their partner. Yeah. Right. Is that a good, a bad thing? How do you separate the two? Yeah. I'm curious. How do you like if it's a bad day at work or it's a bad day at home? How does it not transfer? So that's I've come home and I've been in a right fucking mood and she's now attuned at least to know when I come home, I'll walk in the door and she'll know within minutes of how I'm speaking and what's going on. And she'll tell me, get your stuff, fuck off, go to the gym or I'll take care of this, or she'll just tell me, you're acting like an asshole, calm the fuck down, and don't take it out on us. And it's that, okay, yeah, I'm doing that, I'm sorry. And I, I'll realize it because I know I do that because I'm so good at doing that. But in the earlier days, I'd come home, and it's the cynicism, it's the sarcasm, it's the nitpicking, it's all the it's little... The habit. It's, it's all the, the poking of the bear. It's, the, it's all the little snippets at each other. You yep. just do something. Well, Carlito, you had that. You and Marta were working f- together for a while. Yeah, she worked with me for 10 years. Uh, that's a long while. Um, but I didn't know my place with her. I uh, didn't have the, the respect for her that I have now. Um, it's that time. It takes that time. And then... Oh, I wasn't grown up. Yeah. I, I really didn't give a shit. Yeah. I did, but I didn't. When I was like, younger, I really I w- when I was younger, I would be like, hey, I'm providing everything. You don't like it? Suck it up or get the fuck out. So I got a new technique myself. I don't know if it'll work for you. When I get home, I sit in the parking lot in the driveway for 15 minutes. She knows I'm out there. I make all my last calls. I unwind. And the minute I lock my door on my van, I walk in the door. It's done. I don't bring anything in. That's a good idea. And then we start over again every night over and over and it's been months it's been months and now finally 
through this new repetition that we're both trying now. You know, she wasn't, but I had to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying, and eventually she gave me a little bit more. I kept trying, and she gave me a little bit more, and then eventually I found what she needed and what I, so I know I, I come home, I spend my 15 minutes in my car, I unwind, get off the phone, put the phone away, spend time with her. When she's done everything and we're done for the night, I start my life again. But it's almost like you're And like you go to the gym, but if I want to go to the gym too, but now I won't go to the gym unless I take her. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's what you guys want, but she wants to go to the gym. Well, I go to the gym with our son. He's 20. Yeah. So like, I mean, every relationship is different, but she wants to do these things with me. So like if I go to the gym, it's not fair. She wants to go to the gym. She wants to go with me. Yeah. So I, in my relationship, I have to find that. Yeah. So like she wants to go for walks. I don't want to go for walks when I come home. She says, hey, I'm going to go for a walk. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go for a walk. But when I come back, we're holding hands, we're yeah. hugging, and I'm happy that I did it. When I, when I come home, I don't want to fucking do it. Like, I'm exhausted. I'm, my knees are busted, man. Yeah. So, you know, I force myself to make her happy because she's forced herself to make herself happy. M- me coming home, and she's not happy what time I come home, how I come home, you know. We little have, things like showers and stuff. Those are all the little things. You know what I mean? We had that epiphany. I remember we had a we were fighting, and I came home and and Laura explained to me that she listens to my bullshit all day. She'll let me <laughs> vent. She's my sounding yep. board. Clients, people, anything, just anything I have to rant about. She'll take it. She'll listen to it all. Doesn't it take a toll? Mm-hmm. It does, and I mean it's more so now because it's not. One, it's two, because it's not just him. Now it's my son, too, right? So I've got to listen to the both of them when they come in the door. But, like, at the same time, um, so outside of, like, what I do for Jason, I spend a great deal of my time volunteering for schools. That's my life outside of what I do for him. So he's still got to listen to me too. Like there are my times when I'm busy, when I've got stuff going on at school, major events, this, that, that I'm freaking out. I need someone to bitch at. That's what he's there for. But that took me a long time to to acknowledge and listen and actually do and shut up. Yeah. 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 And there comes that time, right? Where you have to look at it from that perspective. Like if he needs to come home and he needs to talk to me for half an hour about the job and bitch and vent and do whatever he's got to do, that's fine. That's what I'm there for. And if I've got nothing and I'm great, then I'm great. At least now that is off of your plate. It's out of your head. Now the night can proceed. You know, the things that he wants to do as opposed to the things that I want to do, like we don't, when we want to do something, we'll go do it. Like yeah. that's all there is to it. I right? go to the gym. She doesn't go to the I gym. I don't want to go to the gym. He goes to the gym with our son. You know what? That's my little bit of time with our younger son. You know, he comes home from the gym. So I'm finishing up my stuff in the house. That's his time with our younger son. You know, they'll sit in the bed, watch a movie together, whatever. Like there's time for everything. We just have to make it work like however you have to look at snippets of quality time not quantity right i I think i think the problem for us though uh and i'll speak more for myself is that i'm at 50 now i'm not that young guy anymore i don't have the same body and the chemistry is not the same i'm not who i used to be for the young guys listening you know it it catches up 
Yeah. And it Fast. takes a toll on your health. It takes a toll on your relationship. It takes a toll on everything. And chemistry has a lot to do with it. You know, I always make jokes about women having chemistry problems and men are so stable. Man, we're all as fucked up as anyone else, too. All the you stuff know? I used to look at, guys, I'll never be like that. That'll never happen to me. Dude, all those things are happening to me. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> it, but, you know, the best thing that we can all do when we go home here is start over again. Yeah. And create those better uh, memories, new feelings. And the younger people just need to know priority. Figure it out at early age so you don't get into the situation that I'm in now. And I, I'm not saying I'm in a bad situation now, but the last year was really bad for me, for both me and my wife. Now I'm in a great place. But it was a fight and I've, worth and I've, pursuing. And I've learned a lot about myself. It's yeah. just too bad it, I've learned it at this age and not at 40. Yeah. You know, because if I, if I would have learned this at 40, God knows I'd probably be rich by now. The information that you guys have provided me on this entire 200 series, if I would have known this 20 years ago, but we didn't have it. Well, this is it. Like, we didn't have it. I mean, even when I found it and I listened to the first show and I was like, fuck it, I'm starting at number one. And then I reached <laughs> out to him going, what the hell? <laughs> like, it changed. It changed everything. It reinvigorated. It changed my attitudes, my awareness, everything. It made me rethink, not rethink what I do, but just made it more efficient, made it better, opened my eyes. Do reaching you think out. the significant others should listen to it? hundred percent. I tell every single person I meet, start at number one and work your way through it. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't do podcasts. If somebody says to me, oh, send me the link. If you really want to know, go fucking find it. Listen to it. You search it out. If I'm handing you everything, you're not going to do it. If you want it, go get it. Nothing yeah. was handed to me. I never had a family member, a father that gave me a business to take over, I wouldn't just like fall into it where, well, my dad started, maybe my son can take this over, but I mean, what's he going to take over? I mean, over? he's seen this. I mean, like... They've seen me start. I've worked yeah. for other people. I've worked for other families, but everything we have and we do, we have done together we from scratch. Yeah. We never had a family member, another business that we fell back from, had the funds from that to go forth and carry yeah. on. You guys, you guys are all self-starters. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you work hard, you make it, yeah. right? What about injuries? It gets me thinking about um, Giancarlo that was on the show on this event here where he had that electrical injury. I can't believe that some of the injuries the guys have had and they're still going like holy. Well, injuries take a toll on their relationships but even, too, right? But even like, like how Financial many Financial stress. I got six or eight discs, two blown knees. I just got my hip fixed. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I spent ever since I was a bionic Ever man. since I was 14, 15, I, I, started, I was always into weightlifting, bodybuilding. And I was just I was too at one point. And I, I, just, I did lots anymore. of that. I did different types of martial arts, this and that, and creative takedowns and things you know, like Cardito, that. I'm sure that if you went on the space shuttle, that zero G would actually help you. <laughs> I'm looking for oh, the yeah. electric <laughs> space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when Jason Torres Trudeau approved. Trudeau <laughs> <laughs> yeah. approved. Trudeau's up there. And we're gonna yeah. just put him out in the airlock. Um, but, <laughs> sorry. When Jason Torres bicep. Was that from jerking off? <laughs> my left hand, my right handed. It made my right arm huge. Wow, you are really like my husband. Oh my god. <laughs> Told you. Oh, you must. You must have wow. a good time at home then. Um, but I mean, like, after he had the surgery, I mean, he was supposed to be down for like six months with his arm and not. <laughs> 
be this, using it. I mean, like he was in the sling. Now, the granted, surgery was on Thursday. Back to work on Monday. On Monday. Yeah. He was working on Monday. Now, thankfully, I mean, like our son was only. It's Sarah and Gabriel. Like 16, That's because he has pain tolerance. But you know, our stepdaughter was up, or sorry, my stepdaughter was up for three months working with him, and so okay, fine, he had the kids. But there was still that oh my God, like I'm in agonizing pain all day. And like, you know, the kids are still young. They're only so strong. So he's still, you know, arm in the sling, hauling <laughs> with the other arm, helping the, you know, the two of them moving this, that. And I mean, then he's coming home and he's sitting there and, and like literally crying in pain, oh, you know, because so I mean, he's overdone it. And I was taking painkillers. And still working. Like prescription and from friends. And, and so, like, that was the it. Friend like, ones he'd come home, he would drug up, and he would go to sleep. Yeah. We'd get up in the morning, I would clean up, I'd wrap it up, and off he'd go. And again, right? it's like, I mean, and it's funny, one of those things, looking back, like, an injury like that, as devastating as it was, you look at your disability certificates, you look at all the insurance you have, and all of a sudden you realize, oh, it takes three months before it kicks in. And then the money it pays out... You start, you, you get the, you, you get all these things set up. Oh, this is great. And then you go to use them, and it's like, it only pays out two grand a month. I'm like, well, we need fucking eight to keep this party going. Two grand ain't going to cover it. So sitting at home, bitching about it, feeling sorry for myself, that's not a fucking option. This is work. So suck up the... And again, that injury... I know about getting worse by but it was back to work. But it was well, funny. it's either lose everything or get worse. Well, this is it. But the funny thing is, so when I went for physical therapy, they're like, oh, you can come Tuesdays. They want you to come during the day. And it's like, sorry, son, Papa's got to work, right? And then if their, their evening appointment was booked up six months in advance. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm not getting fucking therapy for it. But it turns out that just going to work, not bending the arm, but just using it, I recovered in two 60, months. 60, yeah, two months, I was recovered, and it was done. Yep. And they were just like the doctor was like, "What have you done? Did you see the therapist?" And I was like, "Nope." So not pushing it, but working smart. But the cool thing was when it comes down to the kids, never being there for the kids. Dad's always working. They could never figure out why when Dad came home, he was always tired. Those three months that they spent that summer working for me, my daughter was up for the whole summer, lived with us. She had all these, you know, she's young. Oh, I'm going to go to the gym every day. I got her the membership at the gym for the summer. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. <laughs> she would come home every single day after work, and they'd be like, fuck it. Eat, sleep, like come in, sleep, or eat, shower, and go right to bed. They had, cause, and they said to us, and it was, it was, as a parent, it was great because they had that epiphany where they finally said, oh, now we understand why you were never around, why you're so tired, and why you are the way you are, because this work sucks, it's hard, heavy, and we certainly don't want to do it. Yeah. So that was kind of a good for them. Now, my son does want to do it. I was going to say, it. like, at least one went that way. And my daughter doesn't want to. And that's fine. She's a, she's a science. She's medfield. She wants to do that kind of world. So go have it. Like, like that's no problem. But, I mean, you do what you like doing. But my son also sees what we're doing, and he sees all these other kids who are on social, taking everything, wants, all the, wants everything but for nothing, sees the divorces from his friends, the parents, and the relationship struggles they're all having, and he doesn't want any of that. He doesn't want to 
burden us by going to college university just to get a degree in party education. Well, you said something really important. Everybody around us gets affected. Yes. Our kids, our family members, our friends, like everybody gets affected. So you, when you just think you have a problem with your wife, you're affecting everyone around you. And it's a, just a nasty disease because you put everybody in a bad mood. Oh, everyone yeah. feels uncomfortable around you. Everyone's fucking tippy-toeing on glass. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, we used to know, like, when um, our, our <laughs> oldest was younger, I mean, he would spend the summers working with Jason until school and then fine. And he would always know, based on the day he spent with his father, where I would get the message before they would be coming home from work saying, Dad is in a mood. The day was shit. Oh, would he really? Just letting you know. <laughs> I, I still get those messages. I got a smart boy. <laughs> like, I still get those. You know, like, I got one last week. It was a shitty day. Dad is in a bad mood. Just letting you know. So I also know what to expect when he comes home. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know any of that. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. I'll forget in 20 minutes. Yeah. I just want to ask Carlito. You said you've been in the business about 25, 30 years? 30. Okay, 30 More. years. And you, okay, and you've been married for? Uh, Roxanne's 20, so we've been together 23 years. Okay, so would you? Been together a little longer, 23, but she introduced me into her life at, at four. She okay. wasn't introducing me before that. Do you think with all the time that's lapsed between your relationship and you growing up and stuff, would do you think that it's easier to talk about relationships and life now with the men that you work with than it was years ago when you... I, uh, I literally don't talk about this anymore. I'm, no, but I mean I'm, doing the, I'm doing this at... I'm doing this for the podcast, but I... Is that your phone? Oh. Coming from over there. Whose phone is that? No, it just stopped. Is that oh. your phone? <laughs> Jesus. What I'm saying is, do you so, think that it would have been easier if men talked about it with each other instead of, because what no. I find is that This my isn't just us here. Oh, I know. I'm just saying in general. Do you think it would have been Everyone I work for with everybody? is going through all of this. But 20 years ago, were you guys talking about it? No. Like, my My friend's relationships were completely different than mine. They all had marriages. I was a single guy with a wife, but I wasn't treating her that way. By the time I grew up... You were a single guy with a wife? Like, I, I appreciate I behaved, your honesty. I behaved yeah. single. Like, I didn't know what I had. Like, I just didn't. I so was, it's the same as I used to say about like people marriage, that it was, I was like, I was just married? dizzy. I was just dizzy for a really long yeah. time, and I didn't pay attention to it because I was single for so long that even though I was in a relationship with her, I was almost single still. Because I wasn't giving her what she needed. I get, I understand. And I was getting every, I was getting everything I needed. I wasn't giving her everything she needed. So I grew up late, maybe like 47, 48. I grew up just recently. Like I'm not even grown up, but I'm just like becoming a man finally. Like the fuck I've been doing this whole time. I'm behind. 47 years. You know what I mean? It's it's taking the same time. But what I have with what I have is I feel better than some or most of the relationships I see around me. I see a lot of phony relationships. Like me and my wife, when I go out with my buddies, my wife is the only one hanging out with all my buddies. Like my friends don't bring their wives out. I'm not bringing my wife out, but they love my wife. Me and her are together all the time, and she's the only woman out, which is the weirdest thing. 
like you know sometimes i'm like don't you want to hang out with some girls and she's like no your friends are my friends and i now they're my friends and you'll be lucky if they're your friends and <laughs> but anyways we do th everything together that's just what we do now and i don't have a problem with it i always wanted to do that i just never had priority mm. i was just an idiot for so long i just kept thinking i was going to be rich and like we were going to be rich i was going to buy everything and everything with and that was your way of making life better yeah by like, thinking that you figured that was going to create happiness for her yeah and i wasn't because so, you don't need to buy happiness you no. could be really poor and be really happy absolutely but i've never seen a sad guy on a jet ski just for the record well i'm going to tell you you don't need money to have sex so it's really good for you <laughs> but a bed is way more comfortable <laughs> no but i'm just saying like the, it's the little yeah. things that we what made us connect and and stay together and that passion that 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 energy that you feel with each other, you know, I forgot about all that. Like, you know, I was lucky that she's stuck around. I really am. Oh, I'm I, I wish almost that she would have snapped out of it and gave me a karate, uh, karate chop. Oh, to this day, I'm still amazed. She's still here. Don't get me wrong. I just like, <laughs> I would have left years ago. Well, if I you was better her. change that. What about the kids? <laughs> what about the kids? trades people and what they put trades guys and what they put their kids through so as i was gonna say i know this is gonna sound really really bad but because of jason's worth ethic like i would always say like i'm a married woman yeah i have She's a husband a but mom. i'm a single mother 100 percent. right i've raised those kids like i mean they're my boys no matter how i look at it they're mama's boys but jason has like his specific moments his time with each of them that they do the things that they like to do together is it difficult absolutely where now like our older son is with him all the time because they work together they're doing everything together so then the younger one is you know kind of left out of the mix you know dad comes home he's tired he eats he's got to go to the gym you know but jason absolutely makes time for both of them, for the younger one more, because again, with uh, our oldest working with him, they're still together. So it'll be that sacrifice. Like, yeah, I've, I've got paperwork to do, but it can wait an hour. But and that's you know taken what? We're 15, gonna do, 20 years yeah, to realize like, that. We're going to do something together as a family. Like Play the, some the video quote, game, quotes, some board game. The quotes yeah. can wait. The This can yeah. wait. Because even, like, again, it's so painful. You guys probably know, getting a quote done. It's never just sit down, quote it, hand it out. It's a plethora of bullshit you got to go to to get the stuff. And then halfway through it, Look you realize it I'm missing stuff. I need yeah. to get stuff done tomorrow. Fuck it. I can't do it today anyway. Push it off. I'll do it tomorrow. And then three weeks later, they get a quote. And then you lose the job because it took so long to get them the quote. And they're like, well, you thought we weren't interested. So all that time is for naught. So it's, that's, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, but you made a really good point, and I'll talk about myself because a lot of people don't want to do that. My father was an alcoholic, and he abused me and my mom. So I never really had a father figure. So he was at the racetrack. He'd come home at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. When he came home, he'd be abusive. He'd smack us around. He'd be fucking drunk all the time. So I never had a father figure. I never learned how to treat a woman properly. I knew how to, I knew how to be a player. Yeah. And for the longest time, I never grew up. And that's when, I, when I'm saying I didn't grow up is because I never had a father figure. So I never got to give that. So I think it's important when you say, what are your kids picking up from that? Or, you know, what did my stepdaughter pick up from that? 
Yeah. You know, what did I, what did I, what kind of other damage did I do that I don't even realize? Because I know now as an adult what, because I'm going, I went through therapy, I realized I had ghosts in, in the closet and I never dealt with them. Yeah. I just put them to the side, laughed it off. That what I was good at. And if anyone had a problem with it, I'd just punch them in the face and it'd be over. And I won. And I never dealt with it. That's and uh, usually the, a good the, solution. The truth is, is that not having a father figure, never learned how to treat a, a woman properly. I never treated my wife properly. So I had to learn how to respect her. But what did I do to Roxanne along the way? You know, like, I still don't know that damage. Yeah. We're just starting to talk again. We had a, a really bad period from 16 to to now we haven't been talking i became like public enemy overnight i don't know it was what it was but you know and i'm just starting to communicate with her i've been the bad guy in the house right yeah my wife's been the good guy and uh, it's hard because being a stepfather is even almost harder than being a father you have to tippy toe around all these emotions and not being yourself and you have to force yourself to listen, and it's crazy, right? Yeah. In the early days with Sarah, it was like that. And you get disrespected was, by yeah. they get disrespected by them. They say yep. awful, horrible things. They don't mean like I have no respect. I don't care about you, and and it hurts you because you bring them up your whole life, and you put everything into them as much as like you know you and me are passionate guys. We think we're doing amazing things for our family, you know, providing if they need something, it's done, pay for this, but that's not what they want. And I didn't realize any of that. So, like, I'm, I still have to deal with her. Yeah. So I may have slowed her down from growing up, too. I got a, I got a whole bunch of hurting after I fixed what I have to fix. Then I still have to fix other things. And then I got to fix me still again. And then I got to redo it again. Like, it's, it's a deadly circle, right? Yeah. But I think it's a deadly circle no matter how you look at it. Right? I think as a family that is in a business like this, I think there's always going to be something, right? Something always suffers one way or another, whether it be your home, your kids, your wife, or your husband, whichever way it is. I mean, I think there's always going forward going to be something that is never going to be perfect. You're never going to make it perfect. It, it's just not going to happen. I think you do the best that you can to make life as happy as it can be for you as a family or just you as a husband and wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is. You work with it and just move forward from there and learn as you go. I think that's what happened with us. I mean, in the beginning, there was, I will never deny there was some resentment. The fact that he was gone all the time and it's like, you know, you'd be finished work and it's like, oh, okay, I'm on my way home and, but I got to stop here, here and I got to stop there and, yeah. you know, I'll be five minutes and then I'll be home for dinner and the dinner is waiting on the table an hour later that he's like, well, you know, I just got caught up talking, you know. And again, oh, I think I know you, it all so well. Yeah. But you learn along the way. It took a long time for him to understand the mess that that makes on my end. When you do stuff like that, you figure it out, you change it, you work with it. It's so now new. when I say yeah. I'll be home in five, it's I make five. sure like, I get my it. ass yeah, right? home you know? in five. And I think really what it all it is, is what we've learned today is communication. Yeah. And I think if you stop that yeah. communication, you're not going to yeah. fix a problem. You're going to make it worse. And the biggest thing is respect. If I say I'm going to do something and I don't follow through on it, 
it shows me a lack of respect for her. That means I don't respect what she's done, what she's doing. And then how do the kids respect her? And exactly. So yeah. it's like if I say I'm going to get something, I need to just make sure that my timing is if, if I'm going to be an hour, I'll tell her I'll be an hour and a half yep. or two hours. Any of the timing that's okay, I'll probably be like another hour and a half. I'll tell her it's I'll double the time every single time because I know it's going to be wrong. And, and it's the same thing with just it, it's 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 about communication and respect. If you lose the communication, it's going to go no matter what. But it's respecting if you say something, follow through on it and respect Everything you're doing, even if it's I'm going to be home at 6.30, be home at 6.30. Be home earlier. Yeah. Don't be home at 7 because that could screw the dinner, screw everything up, and then she'll be pissed at me for the next night, and I'll be like, well, what's the big deal? It's only dinner. But she's spent all that time working on it. She's put her effort into doing that, and that's like me saying, well, fuck you and fuck your effort. Yeah. You know, It's me not respecting her efforts, and that's, that's where things go bad, and it's those little chips Every the first couple of times, you know, it's, uh, but then it becomes a habit, and then it's like son of a bitch. You get, I resent her, she resents me, and then you'll be sitting there, and you can just—it's like this tangible brew in the air, and you can feel it. And then next thing you know, it'll snap, and then you're both fighting, and it's just evil. And then yep. maybe you'll recover from it, you know. And every time you have those fights, the recovery times a little longer, a little longer, until finally. There's no reconciliation from that. It's done. And then you got to go to extremes, you know, and then maybe it's worth fighting for. Most times nowadays, they're like, fuck it, we're done. And then divorce ensues. And that's what I don't want to see. No, nobody does. But I think a lot of the time, too, a lot of the pressure is put on, like, you men as, like, the contractor. Let's just go with that as the example. Um, for a woman coming into a relationship or something with somebody that's in the field that you're in, and it is a little difficult to say. I think it's difficult because there is a lot of expectation from you, from the female. And I think that that's not necessarily right, and it's not fair you as a woman are getting into a relationship with a man that's got a business that's a contractor this is what your life is you know they also need to know what they're getting into and understand that if you want to stick around for that like this is what it's gonna be well it's you guys know what you're getting easy. into but it shouldn't be difficult still but for some it is because when you get those those days those nights of like well you're working too many hours and you're not here and you're not this and you know there's not enough it's the progression you'll start working for somebody i'll come work for manny and you do this going okay the Does days he get work long. for you <laughs> <laughs> but then eventually you'll get good and now you'll get your tools built up you'll get and then you'll get your side hustle going but then next thing you know and then I'll come home at nights going, you know, I'm fucking working for this guy. He's making, again, he's making all the money. I'm getting my two cents, not knowing what it takes to run a business. And then all of a sudden I'm like, fuck it. I've got some friends. I've got some contacts. I've got a couple. Then it jumps into something big. All right, Manny, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Whether you leave on good terms or bad terms, nothing ends on good terms. Yeah. Nothing ends on, nothing ends on well, good terms. Otherwise, it wouldn't end. I think we're pretty lucky because she works with you and my wife's. A general contractor. Yeah, it's I still easier. don't know if that's a good. No, if but it's I, I, my wife understands I was my say, hours. Like you see, like the she goes in sometimes Saturdays that. and Sundays, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, I got a day off, and she's like, Yeah, well, I'm fucking working, and I'm like, Can't say anything. She's like, What are you gonna do today? And I'm like, uh, The honey do list. Yeah, 
And she's like, oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, whatever. whatever Let's see what you get fucking done, asshole. Whatever your response <laughs> and then I'm is, like, it's never, it's never, I'm sitting around going to watch. This. It's always, it's a productive day no matter what. Yeah. Even if it's not a productive day, the answer is always, it's a productive day. Yeah. Carlito, is there anything else, man? Oh, we could go on, buddy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think one last thing. I think that if anybody's listening, uh, they're listening to an older guy talking about a whole bunch of You're listening to problems. three older guys. We're all yeah. pretty you, much. You haven't been doing much talking at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the younger guys out there, uh, I, don't think anyone should, I don't think anyone should be afraid of not working on it. Like, just figure out figure out that five day four day week figure out your work balance man go home shut it off enjoy your family wait until everybody's in bed and everyone's done then do your paperwork in your 20s your 30s your 40s or just stay single until you're 40 and then get married (laughs) sometimes it really works out better that way (laughs) get the first marriage out of the way because the second marriage is always better or get rid of like 20 and then just Hey, I'm grown I've up. Even, I've even heard the third <laughs> marriage is better than the second. That's only if you marry me for a third uh, time. No, I, I can't uh. afford. I can't afford to divorce you. No, you can't. Okay, we, we've got this final segment here that you guys can answer. We'll just go back and forth. What is your favorite construction word? Hardcore. <laughs> nice. That was a good one, Laura. Money. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one. <laughs> Mostly it's, this is bullshit. <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Could it be a phrase? Sure. I don't have time. <laughs> I never showed you these. No, you didn't. No, I have no idea. My least favorite? I don't have one. You don't I'm have so one? No, I, I can't waiting, think of still one. Still waiting for payment. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what, what turns you on in construction? Quality work. This is going to sound terrible. The tank tops in the summer. (laughs) What turns you off in construction? Tank tops in winter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I would actually say the tank tops in summer, depending on uh, who it's on. (laughs) Who's wearing the tank top. There you go. Yeah, that's funny. Because some is a little frightening. Uh, What is your favorite curse word? But well, we all know mine is fuck. Yeah, like, fuck. She, like fuck, Jesus, fuck. it's like the second word out of every time my fuck. mouth opens. <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle? It could be anything in the world. Space shuttle. Your work vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> work vehicle? Electric space shuttle. <laughs> my favorite vehicle. That's from yesterday. You'll, you'll get it. <laughs> you like what we got now? Yeah, my Land Rover. Oh, wow. There's no uh, problems to that house. What, <laughs> what is your least favorite vehicle? Toyota. Which one? Any Toyota. <laughs> she loves the fact that I've got a bike now. <laughs> that much? Yeah, no, I don't like it at all. Um, well, you might have answered it. <laughs> But it's not a work vehicle. No, so no, no. Any, that, right? any vehicle. Then his motorcycle. Absolutely. <laughs> what construction? Piece of shit. S- what construction sound or noise do you love? I don't know. Construction sound or noise do you love? Oh my god. Can I say my husband praising his own work? Sure. <laughs> sure you can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have one. You don't have a construction sound or noise mm. do you love? No. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Whatever. 
No, is it? Sorry, I the drill. You know when you make the drill, and then it goes. Bah, 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 and makes oh, that nasty impact. noise. Oh, the yes. impact gun. Impact. Oh God, I hate it. I hate it so much. The noise that the guys make when they go down to pick something up and they come up and they're like, that. I don't like that. So every time we bend over. Yeah, yeah. Every, every guy does it. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? If you could do anything. Anything. Pick something you could do forever. Be a chef. I was going to say Ramsey's assistant. There you go. I'll just say that the men answer a lot quicker than mm. the women. There could have been some preparedness. No, right? nobody's ever given. Really? Nobody's ever given these questions. You don't even know. Oh, this I know what I do. Fashion designer. Fashion designer. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, chef. What profession would you not like to do? Construction. <laughs> don't say housewife. It's not, it's not a game show. There's no egging on or giving the answers. <laughs> I don't know. Work with garbage. Mm. Last question. <laughs> if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? What was it that Taylor said? Open up, bitch. I was just going <laughs> <laughs> to. Honest to God. That's aggressive. As soon as he said that, because as soon as you asked the question, I'm thinking in my head, fuck yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? You're finally here. The party can start. I don't know. <laughs> Open up, bitch. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks, really Danny. appreciate that we finally got this one out of the way, Carlito. Somebody offloaded <laughs> quite a bit. I think it's wonderful how open and candid he was yes. because men generally are not when it comes to emotions yeah. and relationships and talking about their significant others. So I really appreciate well, his candidness. Well, and another candidness. thing is I don't do that anymore. I'm doing it for the podcast because somebody's got to change their ways. Yeah, the one thing I can say to the young I guys. I think it's wonderful, and I appreciate it. Thank someone you. in construction yeah. is doing the same thing I'm doing right yeah. fucking now. But it's not just a people in them, construction. Yeah. Like it's no, I know, but contractors oh, no, 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 are no, I know, um, but the fact that you're just putting it out there, period. Right? I, think, I mean, I think that's absolutely a fantastic thing for you know the understanding for other people. It's, I think it's also worse for the independent contractor who works for themselves, who has to run the business, who does all the accounting, yeah. who does the bookkeeping, who writes the quotes. Because it's not a nine to five. Because you can be a contractor who's working nine to five or eight to four, eight to three, goes home, throws up his tool belt, and he's done for the day. What you guys do is extraordinary compared to anybody who does a nine to five. Because for you guys, it's 24-7. Yep. Yeah, and on that note, I mean, then you got someone like Manny that is giving back to thousands of yes. people that yeah. don't appreciate like they like it, but they don't appreciate. Like what the he side does. hustle is the podcast. Like that editing is and and crazy. And, and yeah. yeah, there's a lot that goes into this. And on that note, Carlito, thank you to everybody that was a part of this 200 show event. Venture X starting off with the boardroom that. Looks like a plane crash <laughs> happened here. We got to clean it up. We will clean it up. But again, all of our guests, Alonzo from at Clueless Framer, Case at Alchemist Carpenter. Are you not beaten? You can't oh, be. You know, I was just waking <laughs> up. <Taking a> <laughs> uh, Giancarlo, uh, Taylor. 
Uh, Tyler from Stott HVAC. Uh, uh, Quaid Sturdy from at Sturdy Contracting. Uh, Gary Mares, uh, Mares Carpentry. Fabio from Fabio.Andrede51. And Joe from Unique underscore Touch underscore Carpentry. And then Kurt Snell from uh, at Carpenter with a K24. And then Danny, Danny Grodosco, Danny Dosco for coming from Montreal. And then Adrian coming in and talking to us about ICFs. And then Taha talking about it's more important than money. And then Jesse talking more about framing. Dude, I barely got any saliva left. <laughs> Keep going. This is the longest one yet. Mike Belly talking about toxic masculinity. And then we finally got the significant other show out of the way. We are now going to take a break. I have no idea when we're going to record our next I'll show. See you in a couple months. We have to figure that one out. Not exactly sure when. You gotta. He'd be editing until Christmas. Uh, no, no, not that long. He'll take a week. <laughs> that's it. No beatbox. That's it. That's it. You get. That's what you get for twenty-four hours. See ya, Oak- Oakville. Oakville. <laughs>